Welcome to the Alive Lauren podcast in a place of celebrating juicy, soulful, whole, full-bodied, full-being, living, loving, mastering the art of joyful living, which is a life's work. I really believe. I believe it is the ultimate life's work is mastering the art of joyful, grateful, whole-bodied living, just like whole living where there's a gratitude and joy for all of life. There's a gratitude and joy for the anguish and the disappointments and the grief. Because it's all just the colors and the artistic palette. And yeah, to just broaden, broaden our perspectives of, if you took up art, you would want to have every available color on your palette. You wouldn't just want to have like red and green. You'd want to have all the shades. And yet in life, what is this issue around... Like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's maybe more of a Western issue here where there's like certain tendencies towards things that feel more pleasurable. And what about, yeah, like broadening that there can be pleasure in the uncomfortable. Just broadening, broadening experiences, opportunities. God, it's so crazy. It's crazy how everything... Jesus, how we change things and we, <laughs> we can in an instant flip everything upside down. Oh, so I was having a conversation today and um, a friend of mine was saying how it was another friend's birthday and this friend had said like, I really, I don't know what I want to do for my birthday, so I leave it to you. I'm just going to give names. It's just easier to do this. So I'm going to leave it to you and say it was um, Sarah and Tina and please can you Sarah and Tina organize what we're going to do on my birthday and then Sarah and Tina organize something and then between then and the birthday approaching the birthday person to be actually remembers something that they saw or some other play way they'd like to celebrate their birthday and things transpire in such a way that the birthday person to be bumps into Tina, but not Sarah and somebody else. And so the plans get changed and then an update gets sent to Sarah. So Sarah is the person who wasn't included in this whole process. And it was just so I was chatting to Sarah, who then felt um, a little bit like uh, upset or like left out for having not been included in the discussion and a little bit maybe frustrated or irritated that she was asked to plan when then all the plans got changed and switched. And yeah, it was just, I think also that possibly where they were going was somewhere originally that Sarah really liked and was a bit disappointed as well that they couldn't go to that venue. So there's a bit of a preference thing going on. And it just is like when Mickey says, like, yeah, like our preferences and our hopes and desires are actually the limitations to our joy. Because here now is the opportunity. So Sarah just has the preference of the place she'd like to go. And that's not anything on Sarah. I'm just saying it was just like an example through the conversation of just reminded me of things. Because it's not so much that venue. It's only if going to that venue meets certain criteria. You know, it's like Mickey was saying, so for example, somebody sees some idyllic advertising of Hawaii or a movie about Hawaii and the scenery and it's beautiful and it's made this movie shot in Hawaii and it's like a romance movie and then, oh, I want to go to Hawaii. But then 
what if there's going to be volcanoes erupting tomorrow in the area you're going to go? You still want to go to Hawaii? <laughs> it's like, no, you want to go when there's a certain set of circumstances that matches exactly. So like now with Sarah, it was a particular restaurant that Sarah was very excited to go to. But then like, it's just how everything, only if, you know, if there'd be a safe drive there, there'd be nice seating, the food would be nice, the waiting staff would be nice. What if, what if Sarah going there that day got food poisoning? <laughs> then I think she would have been only too happy <laughs> to have had the arrangement change and not get food poisoning. Or what happens if something happened and on the way Sarah was in some terrible car accident and something happened that she landed up in hospital and like really devastatingly badly injured, then I'm sure she would have happily not have gone that day. Or what happens if, for example, there was some weird freak thing where people were like taken hostages in that restaurant so it's not, it's like then all of a sudden, it's not the thing that you want. It's not even, it's only if it matched like a very set of set of specific circumstances. Because if it's the exact same place had completely other circumstances, then all of a sudden, it's not exactly what you want. And it just reminds me as well when I was teaching um, English and in China, it was like last year, the year before, there was one time there was a terrible flight accident. And then from my Chinese students, those that had a better command of English, you know, we'd have discussions and they'd tell me stories. And I remember hearing this one story that there was a woman whose husband worked in another part of China and she was scheduled to go spend like a weekend with him and she really wanted to surprise him and she got on the lines with the airlines because she wanted to get a flight a few days earlier and just surprise him and she was so ecstatic when she got a reschedule and she got booked a few days earlier and she could imagine this, his face when he sees her and how happy she would be to see him and guess which flight she got booked on? The plane that went down. And it's not that she wanted that plane. Imagine, but imagine also if she hadn't known at the time that the plane was going to go down and she didn't get a flight. She'd been so disappointed. And it's not that disappointed, it's actually just that she wanted to see her husband earlier. If she would have known that that flight she'd never get off of, she would have happily gone a couple of days later. So it's never the thing. It's always just if it meets a certain set of criteria that we are defining on the other end. Oh my Lord, Tony Robbins talks about us being meaning-making machines and oh my word, are we. So why not start playing the game of giving the benefit of the doubt, playing the game of how can this annoying thing, how can I actually like switch this on its head and play a game and see it in a way where I am absolutely like ecstatic that this has changed. We have the most incredible power to actually play this creative, artistic game with our own lives. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and then yesterday, continuing our celebrating business as a force for good, I wanted to unpack a little bit more about Sendal because I said it was this small business delivery option that's a carbon neutral company. And so I listened to some of the, one of the founders, a bit of his backstory. Just incredible because he was an engineer and then he started working on a project with one of the first satellites in Australia. And he was saying, how cool is this? Like it is, like the concept of, you know, like I think there's another guy, Fuller. Oh my Lord, there was a guy who was all like signed uh, Buckminster Fuller. And where you can't 
solve a problem with the same mind. You have to like come with a totally new approach. And um, oh, he's divine. And uh, I've got to actually just do a bit of research because very inspiring his story. But the reason I'm bringing this up is because he also used to refer to planet Earth as like spaceship Earth. And the one co-founder was talking about like when you work with space and you realize like Earth is closed environment, like circuit, like it is, it's like a spaceship. We are on spaceship Earth <laughs> and all of us need to look after our spaceship and do the best we can with the resources here because outside of that atmosphere, we are not surviving very well. <laughs> and inside here, we have the most amazing diversity and abundance and all of that and to actually just become more sensitive and aware and wanting to protect it. And then he and one of the original co-founders of Sendal, actually, they had two young families and they saw how so many people have stuff that they don't want to go to landfill, but they just don't necessarily even want to sell it. They just want to find a way to give it to someone else who can use it still. So they started this exchange platform, seeing that the biggest challenge was actually couriering it and the delivery of it. And then so they turned it upside down, where instead of paying for stuff and you get free delivery, here you just pay for the delivery and you get free stuff. But obviously, because people couldn't put this in landfill being the easiest, it had to be something that was super easy and convenient and reasonable. So it was just kind of crazy because then people started to hack the system, the delivery system, <laughs> for actual sending of goods. So they would sell something on eBay <laughs> and then tell someone that they're going to send it via this like shared platform. So then they saw that, wow, there's actually like a need for a delivery solution for small businesses to access like easy, secure delivery at reasonable rates. And oh, they also came in at the whole angle of being environmental. And it was just beautiful about showing up to life and being open to the movement because never at the beginning did they set out with this grand idea of being the global carbon neutral packaging delivery solution for small business. It all just evolved and being open to what life is presenting and as you serve life. And I know I'm already over 10 minutes, but it's just so beautiful. They have these five H's. And what is so stunning is the three H's that take the first place are humility, happiness. God, now under the pressure of over 10 minutes, I can't remember the last, the third H. But it's humility, happiness. There's another like vibe H. And then there's also high performing Oh, it's honest, honest, happy, honest, and humble. Those are the top three. And then there's high performing and hungry. But they come in at fourth and fifth. And I just love that. Just people who are humble, happy, and honest, first and foremost. And that, yes, are, what did we say? High performing and hungry. Hungry. So precious hearts. Here is to, yeah, just being open to life's journey and what serves, what presents. Ah, and enjoying this adventure on our spaceship Earth and treating it with love and respect and dignity the best that we can and know how one step at a time. Ah, and playing the game. May we play the game of turning things upside down, just like they turn things upside down. Get free stuff, pay for the delivery. Let's turn things upside down and we get disappointed. Find a way to actually like reframe it in a way where we're only too happy <laughs> that the thing has not turned out the way we want. Let's just play some games.
They are. We're very creative beings. Let's use their creativity to have some fun here while we're here for a little bit of time that we got here. Why not? Why not spread us some joy? Happy adventuring until we meet again.